Welcome to Ghost Riders Anonymous, an inspirational and interactive podcast where we create worlds through words and writing. I'm Kelsey, and today I'd like to know if you were a treat for Halloween, what kind of treat would you be? I would be a soul cake. Today I'm going to be sharing a story that I wrote in August of this year, 2022, called The Haunted Sea Sings a Shanty. Moonlit waves lapped the hull of the fee-fi-fo-fum frigate. A west wind creeped through her sails. Short-lived animations of wraiths taking to the skies on a late-night haunt. Goo shook off the chill and pulled his cloak tighter to his shoulders. As low man and youngest, he'd been voluntold for night watch. It was a black spot of fortune after an already arduous day of swabbing the poop deck under Tootsie's tutelage all the while dodging steady barbs of goo-goo-ga-ga from the crew. Perhaps Night Watch would grant him a moment's reprieve with the promise of solitude. He crammed Chaw deep into his lip and surveyed the stars. They scattered across the sky like diamonds cast inside a cat burglar's black velvet pouch. He scoffed at the bitter recollection of the sparkling ring he'd offered his would-be sweetheart back home. She'd proudly informed him she had received a much finer offer and that her handsome stone was, only just today, being fitted to accommodate her delicate finger. He shook off the memory. A queer feeling slithered through him. It was much too cold for a midsummer night, and the moon was sitting much too low for the proper o'clock. All of that scrubbing made him sore. Groaning planks of wood echoed the complaints of his joints. Another biting wind gust bustled across the ship. Sails snapped like the beloved whip of a slave driver. As soon as dawn hatched, he will have earned the day off. He deeply inhaled the solace of an anticipated sunrise. Movement shuffled in his peripheral, and a dim lantern approached. What was old Tootsie doing still awake? Her hurried footsteps were in concert with the rhythm of the sea. Crashing waves, creaking wood, cracking sails. But there was something else. A distant and hollow ringing, like an impatient customer incessantly dinging a shopkeep's bell. Goo wondered if his tinnitus wasn't getting worse. Tootsie was a whisper away. The wind guttered her candle haphazardly, dancing harsh and abbreviated concern across her features. Do you hear that, Goo? Hear what, he baited. That sound, Goo, that sound, will it ever end? She flared her eyes in distress. Can't you hear the ringing? Goo spat tobacco juice over the railing. I hear it, Tootsie. The night sure has gone crooked. He pointed over her shoulder. Look at the moon. She followed the true north of his finger and gaped. The tremor of her hand bounced the candle like a breaching dolphin. Goo, that's the Dutchman's moon. Goo made for her lantern. Calm down, Tootsie, or you'll frighten your flame. The ringing grew louder, closer. Tootsie was nearing hysterics. I thought it was an old sailor story. We have to rouse the captain. Goo gripped her shoulder before she could commit to an about face. Tootsie, wait. What are you talking about? What's the Dutchman's moon? Tootsie bristled and narrowed her eyes. Quit fucking about, Goo. She threw his hand from her shoulder. This is urgent. A hand reappeared, only it wasn't goose. It was bone white and bloated, bloomed with bruising. Tootsie stiffened. The pungent odor of unmistakable decay and rotted fish assailed goose nostrils. 
His pupils dilated, searching shadows for what lay beyond the ghoulish hand. Tootsie grabbed the wrist to leverage whomever it belonged to over her, and there was a suctioning pop. A dismembered arm within a tattered sleeve skidded across the freshly swabbed planks. Goo and Tootsie reared back in disbelief. Haunting laughter surrounded them. <laughs> a ghastly figure stepped into the light. His visage held mere hints of a man. One eye roved in its socket, the other a dark cavity to match where his nose might have been. Scraps of flesh dangled from his cheeks. His teeth were long and scantly placed along his exposed jaw. Errant, stringy hair dripped seawater from beneath his weathered tricorn hat. Seaweed laced his barnacled boots and tangled up one leg like a formidable serpent. His dusty blue overcoat billowed open in the active wind. Only one arm hung from his skeletal frame. I could use an extra hand, the hellish being assessed. Maybe even two. A wheeze slithered through his teeth. Welcome aboard the Flying Dutchman. He threw his head back and guffawed beyond himself. The acoustics barked from every corner of the night, as vast as the sea and as tall as the domed sky. Clouds swirled around the luminous moon, choking it from sight. The air frosted goo in Tootsie's elevated breaths. The ship was transformed. Everything took on a murky green tint. Jolie rouge flags ripped above ragged sails born of algae. The wooden planks were spongy and rotted out in places. One mast was leaning at an odd angle. The outer railings were broken and disfigured. Some ripped away entirely. An accordion inhaled and exhaled from the crow's nest. A lively voice slid down the sails. Ooh, I feed the fight, I fold the fum. Weigh the anchor past the rum. Sing the song and have some fun. Sing it till your life's all done. Ooh, I feed the fight, I fold the fum. Smell the blood of Englishmen. Sing the song and make a wish. Grind your bones and feed the fish. Ooh, I feed the fight, I fold the fum. You'll never make it home to mum. Walk the plank to Davy Jones, a locker waiting for your bones. Ooh. The unnerving shanty faded away into the night. Eyes, ears, and nerves strained for the lingering notes. Then, a melodious chorus softly rose as mist from the water. It tentacled around Goo and Tootsie, draping them in a soothing embrace and a curtain of fog. Goo had never heard anything like it. It was ethereal and gentle, lulling him with soft hands. The sound rolled across him like undulating waves, yet something seemed out of tune. It reverberated through his inner ear and rang discordantly with his tinnitus. Vertigo tiptoed around them. The fog tumbled in and out of shapes like a kaleidoscope, ebbing and flowing to the angelic choir. One of the tendrils was a phantom hand, beckoning Tootsie and him to follow. The coils and wisps guided them along, but a thought kept tugging at Goo. They were walking to the edge. He willed himself to a halt, but Tootsie was in a trance. Tootsie, don't! I think this is the song of the sirens, he cautioned. It's so beautiful, she murmured. I want to sing with them. Tootsie, stop! He struggled toward her, but his movements were sluggish with resistance, as if his whole body was churning in water. The mist and fog were growing thicker, swallowing her from his sight. 
Tootsie! He dove for her ankles, and Tootsie roll, roll, rolled right into him. They grappled with one another in a tangle of sixes and sevens. Come on, ground out Goo. He pulled her to her feet. Follow my lead. Yes, 1684 to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right, to the front, to the front, to the back, to the back. Now slide, slide, Tootsie, slide, just slide. Now dip, Tootsie, dip. Dip, Tootsie, dip. I feel a whoop coming on, a whoop coming on. Five, four, three, two, one. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. A cutlass swiped their way. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Goo fumbled for his sword. Metal clashed with metal and the dance was on. To the left, parry. To the right, riposte. To the front, advance. To the back, Retreat. It was time to get funky. One lunge this time. Land right and stomp. Two lunges this time. Land left and stomp. Coupe real smooth. Goo whirled in a circle to turn it out. Remise and reprise, remise and reprise. The swords crisscrossed. How low could he go? Disengage thrust. Should he aim for the top? Deflect and faint. Slide to the left, slide to the right. Reverse, reverse. Ah, <laughs> Now freeze. The fog masked his opponent. Goo was on the lookout for part three. Tootsie, he shouted into the ether. Where are you? <laughs> the cutlass was relentless. Goo was taking stabs in the dark with every thrust. Tootsie, whatever you do, don't stop dancing, he panted out. The Dutchman's macabre means surfaced outside the swirl of fog as he leaned into his parry. Fish breath assaulted Goo's countenance. Their swords locked, and Goo held the damning stare of that single cadaverous eye. He gritted his teeth in a snarl. Tootsie, let me hear you clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap. Goo surged forward. The Dutchman's cutlass swung low, and Goo leapt up high. It was hard for Goo to see with hair whipping in his eyes. His movements grew heavy, yet their swords clanged on. He lurched from a tickle at his back. <laughs> a piercing heave penetrated Goo's stomach. <laughs> he doubled over. Dance, Tootsie, dance! Blood bubbled from his mouth. Wherever you may be. <laughs> The Dutchman emerged fully from the fog. Amusement gleamed in his eye. You don't need an invitation to arrive. He hefted his sword from Goo's middle. You're going to a party where no one's still alive. Blood and worse rushed from the wound. Goo's vision swam. He floundered to keep his innards in place. There's room for maybe just one more, the Dutchman taunted. Ah! <laughs> Goo mastered his breathing and met with the Dutchman's steely jab. You think me gone, but I am the lord of the dance and the dance goes on. On cue, Dawn peeked her head over the horizon. Morning hues of first light steadily marched across the inky black waters like coveted reinforcements. Sun rays glimmered and danced on the water. Winds drew calm and the ghost ship was gone. Goo's wound remained. Goo! Tootsie's voice rang out. Goo, what did you do? There's debris all over these planks. Furious footsteps stormed his way. 
You're solo scrubbing this time. A hand disturbed his shoulder. Oh, oh, oh. Tootsie flushed. That's grisly. Night watch isn't worth killing yourself over, she clucked. Tootsie wrenched her gaze from Goo to his abandoned sword. The blade is clean, Tootsie. Now quit blabbing and help me with this. The crew stretched and stirred, rubbing sleep from their eyes. A few drowsily remarked that they had slept like the dead. Avast ye, Tootsie hollered. Can I get some help over here? She gaped at the wound. Goo, are you trying to run a rig? How did this happen? Do you not remember, Tootsie? Goo breathed. Tootsie exhaled exasperation. Did you sneak a clap of thunder or two? <laughs> I don't smell anything on your breath. A flood of feet and exclamations encircled Goo. Shiver me timbers, are we under siege? Another voice. All hand hoy! Blimey, he's been cleaved to the brisket, one blurted. Everything went black. Summer surrendered to fall. Fall fended off winter. But winds of change stirred all around. Boots collided with cobblestones at a steady clip. Soft footfalls slipped around a blind corner. Oof! Excuse me, sir. Serenity adjusted her skirts. I didn't see you there. A man cleared his throat. Isn't it late for a young lady to be out without an escort? Serenity searched the man's face. It's only just twilight and home's not far. Besides, what business is it of yours? The sun is sinking fast, the man hedged. Shall I see you home? Serenity peered closer and squealed. Good fellow, is that you? The man laughed with familiarity. I knew it was you, Serenity trilled. Not at first, he pressed. But I suspected it, she countered. He chuckled good-naturedly, and she threaded her arm through his. Yes, see me home, which you'll regret because I have a bone to pick with you. Her gloved hand pinched his arm. Oh, and why's that? He theatrically inquired. Don't pretend, she scolded. Good fellow, you've been the talk of the town all season. Have I now? He enlivened. You address me so formally. Serenity swung around to face him. Let me see it, she ordered. See what? He quibbled. See what? She mocked. The scar! She started for his jacket, but he batted her hand away with ease. What would the public think? He tutted. A betrothed woman asking a man to undress in the dimming streets not far from the docks. Serenity inhaled sharply. Come now, Goodfellow summoned. Before it gets dark. He gestured her back to his arm. Serenity pouted. But you won't share the tale? Didn't you only just disclose it has been the talk of the town all season, he countered? But that's not fair, she wheeled around to face him again. I want to hear it from your lips. She settled her eyes on his, teeth sinking into her bottom lip. Goodfellow shouldered past her. That's your house up ahead, yes? He turned back to face her. Serenity huffed. What makes you think that? It's the only one with candles in the window, he suggested, to guide you back home. Goo, why are you being so severe with me? Serenity scooted her slippers along the stones and inspected his face again. Don't you want me anymore? He spat out a laugh and she went rigid. Serenity. He closed the space between them and returned her stare. By your own admission, you're engaged to be married. His eyes fell to her wringing hands. She froze. Goo sighed and stepped back the way they had come. He kept his back to her as he said, I'm married to the sea now, but to lay to rest your inquiries. He threw a glance over his shoulder. It was a thriller night. <laughs> Vignette fade to black. Michael Jackson's thriller fades in.
So I pulled from quite a bit of songs for inspiration. I had been craving for a long time a haunted sea shanty or a haunted ghost ship story. Hell, I'll just write one. How it turned out is not what I expected. It was certainly a journey. I didn't know it would turn into this dance-off, but it did. I loved every minute of it. The cha-cha slide, Dead Man's Party, Lord of the Dance, and Tootsie Roll. I thought it was so fun to have fencing woven into this dance-off. Originally, what I had wanted to do was tip my hat to the Weller Man. And as I was writing it, it wasn't working. It just wasn't fitting right. My ideas weren't coming across how I envisioned them. A song that I didn't incorporate, but certainly nested in my mind throughout, was The Kraken. Leah and I used to listen to that all the time in high school. I'd sit in the back seat of her red Pontiac Grand Am and she'd turn up the music. Anytime she would accelerate, the music would get louder. When I was envisioning the Dutchman, I really pulled from the idea of Davy Jones. I laid his form underneath the character that I was building. And then when the ship transforms, I was thinking about in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest where they coat this green tint to everything to simulate being underwater. As I was writing it, a huge storm was moving in. The sky is cracking open with all this lightning. The wind is billowing up and I'm imagining these sails flapping and cracking. Anyway, that's all I have. If you have a spooky story that you wrote or that you experienced or anything that you'd like to share, then please send it in to gwritersanon at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Happy Halloween! We've still got a little bit of spook in our pocket going jang-a-lang-a-lang.